do I have a story for you today? <laughs> I am going to try and get through this without laughing too much, but I don't think that's going to happen. And I wanted to share an experience I had recently on a first date. And I'm sure if it does nothing else, this story will make you feel better about the dates that you are having. Welcome to the Date With Confidence podcast, a place to come for dating advice, support and stories that'll either fill you with hope or relief that your dating experience wasn't as bad as it could have been. With practical episodes that'll provide you with easy to implement tips to help you feel confident AF on your next date, alongside lighthearted catch-ups where your host Rebecca, that's me by the way, shares her own experience dating after four years of the single life. You are guaranteed to end each episode feeling less alone in your dating struggles, empowered to never settle again and confident that the best is yet to come and if it all falls to shit there's a special first season dedicated to breakups you are welcome my friend subscribe review and share with your single friends if you've listened to the am i delusional episode you'll know that i'd been seeing someone for a few weeks really liked him thought it was gonna go somewhere and then got the message to say changed his mind Now, a day after I got that message, or two days after I got that message, I got the message on the Wednesday, and by the Friday, I was like, get me back on the apps. I am not losing sleep over this guy. I'm getting myself straight back on that horse because otherwise it's going to turn into a whole big thing that it doesn't need to be. So I start chatting to a few people on the Friday. On the Sunday, this guy that I've been chatting to messages me and says, when are you free so I can take you on a date? Now, first of all, The way this message was worded was hot. It was certain. It was, I'm going to take you out. This is what I want to do. Like, when are you free so I can take you out? It was very assertive and it was like a very, for me, it came across very confidently. There was no ambiguity. There was no, maybe we should get a drink. There was no, maybe we should meet in real life. It was, I want to take you out. And I liked that. I liked the assertiveness. So we talked for a few days and the following Thursday, so this is seven days, eight days after I get the message, I'm going on this first date and I'm like, great. I spend a couple of hours getting ready. Actually, that's a lie. I start getting ready on the Wednesday because I do all my fake tan on the Wednesday. Then on the, did I do my, I think I did my fake tan on the Tuesday actually. Do my fake tan on the Tuesday. Get ready on the Thursday, spend a couple of hours getting ready. And this guy like we've been chatting back and forth for a week he seemed like a genuinely nice guy he was probably a bit more on the kind of like geeky nerdy side which my best friend is like you've got a date a nerd you've got a date a nerd I'm like I'm open to that I find geekiness very attractive so I'm like, I'm open to this. He's a nice guy. He's got his shit together. He's got an apartment. He's got a good job. Like he is a man. He's got his shit together. This is going to be exciting. I'm not going for any dickheads. I'm just going for a genuinely nice guy. Well done me for stepping outside of my comfort zone. <laughs> so we're talking about where we're going to go. He plans the day. He tells me what the plan is. He's, he's like, right, this is what we're going to do. We're going to go to mini golf and then we're going to go to dinner. I'm like, oh my God, great. I love that you have organized all this. He says, why don't we meet at the station? 
we already know my feelings about meeting at the station. It is a massive thumbs up for me because then you can do the stroll to the venue where you're kind of breaking the ice a bit. You've not got the full on eye contact. You're getting to know them a little bit on the walk. Great. Absolutely perfect. He tells me where to meet him. I'm like, I don't actually know where that is. What exit do you mean? So he goes on Google Street View screenshots where we're gonna meet and sends me the photo so that I'm not confused and like a deer in headlights when I come out of the station. Bonus, massive bonus. He's asked me out in a nice way. He sent me screenshots of the place we're gonna meet and he's organized the date. Like things are looking promising, really promising. But that is where it ended. So I come out of the station, see him. He's standing where he told me he'd be standing. And when I look, bearing in mind, it's a Thursday evening, it's London, it's busy, I've spent two hours getting ready, he stood there in jersey shorts, as in like tracksuit bottom shorts, a hoodie and a pair of trainers. Now, I'm trying very hard not to be judgmental, very hard, and I'm like, well maybe we can overlook this. But at the same time, I've spent a couple of hours getting ready. I have made an effort for this date that you wanted to take me on. I've put in time and energy. I bought a new top. I look fucking good. And you've shown up in a hoodie and trainers. And I tried to, tried to take some deep breaths and just be like, do you know what? Give the guy the benefit of a doubt. Give the guy the benefit of the doubt. Maybe that's just his style fine so we start walking to the venue and he's like oh I haven't booked it because I didn't think it'd be that busy we get there and it's rammed because it's a Thursday night and we're in London and everyone's just finished work which is fine we we managed to get into the golf anyway we get in straight away it's not a problem the golf thing was really cool and I really liked the idea of doing something like that as I'm sure I've said to you before I love it when you do You meet at the station, you do an activity, and then you go for dinner. Although, having said that, my dating preferences may be changing because of this date. (laughs) Because I feel like, well, you'll know why in a minute. So we're playing golf and we're kind of like, I'm in my like over-enthusiastic, I'm going to have such a good time, I'm going to like put on a big smile, I'm going to be like cheery and positive and I'm on a date and this is exciting and I want to give a good impression I'm making an effort and I win at mini golf because I'm brilliant (laughs) no the course was like relatively easy it's like nine holes and it's actually quite small so you do move around quite quickly Um, and we were stuck behind a group of people that had just come out of work but they let us go in front and that was fine and we're kind of yeah, we're, we're playing the game, it's fine. But whilst I'm in there, we also, we then like end up behind another group of people that are obviously work colleagues. And there's this guy in a suit, which suits anyway. There's this guy in a suit and he's looking really fit and he keeps catching my eye and I keep catching his eye. And I'm like, this is not a good sign. Like I'm trying my hardest not to check out this other guy while I'm on the date with this one I'm like okay this is this is bad part of me is like I have to rein this in because it's really disrespectful to be checking out someone else the other part of me is like how can I get my number to this guy because he's really hot and he's definitely more my type I 
ignore the suit guy. We finish playing the game. I win. I'm over the moon. Then it's like, okay, where are we going to go to eat? And he's like, oh, we could go around here. We could go here. Let's go back to, um, it's a place called Italy. I've not been there before. I had never heard of it. I'd not been there before. And he was like, how can you love Italian food and never have heard of this place? And I was like, well, let's go there then. So we go and he's like, it's a like supermarket, but there's restaurants in there as well. It's a weird little place, but it's quite cool. So we go in, we find this little restaurant that's in there and... I say like, oh, can we have a table for two, please, please? And the guy behind the counter goes, I can seat you at 8.15. And I'm like, oh, like, what's the time? And he looks at his watch, looks at me and goes, mm, oh, and he just shows the watch to me, like holds the watch in front of my eyes rather than just saying like, this is really hard to explain on the podcast, but it was a really awkward moment. Rather than just be like, oh, it's 20 to eight, let's go somewhere else. He goes, hmm, oh, and just wafts his, like, wrist in front of my face. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, well, like, what does that mean? Like, you want to go somewhere else? And he's like, yeah, I think we're better. So I'm like, okay, that's fine. We can go somewhere else. Let's go to Spitalfields. Let's go somewhere else. And we and we walk a bit further. And as we're walking through the supermarket, he says, did you want to do any shopping while you're here? Like, is there anything, <laughs> is there anything you want to get while we're here? Do you want to, do you want to pick some bits up? <laughs> And I'm like, what? <laughs> no, I'm fine. I'm on a fucking date. I've spent two hours getting ready. I don't want to do supermarket shopping right now. Are you joking? But obviously don't say that because that's rude. And so I just go, no, like, I'm fine. And he's like, okay, so we walk a bit further and we find the exact same restaurant in a different part of the place that we're in. And that place has got free tables. So I like, I'm like, oh, should we just, try here so we ask for a table for two get seated immediately the first thing he does when he sit down sits down is wobble the table and makes a comment about the t- fact that the table's wobbly and I'm just like oh, I can't be dealing with this like by this point I'm already kind of checked out because of the, the couple of things the lack of a t- lack of effort made on his part in terms of what he's wearing just there's just a few things that I'm already like oh I don't think this is gonna go well we sit down at the table the table wobbles and I'm like oh I can't and then the waitress comes over and says can I get you some still water can I get you some sparkling water and he goes no we'll we'll just have tap water and I'm like that's fine I drink tap water all the time I drink tap water with my friends I drink tap water when I go out with my mum like I'm not opposed to tap water other than when you're on a first date, I think you need to make a bit of an effort. Like you've told me you want to take me out, make some effort, try and impress me, put on like your best show, whatever. And it's different if you order another drink and then you order tap water. If you go, oh, I'll have a Diet Coke and can we get a jug of tap water for the table? That's fine. But you've ordered us a jug of tap water. And I'm like, okay, let's not be stuck up about this. Like, let's not be judgmental. But it was another ick for me. And then the waitress comes over. She pours the water and I'm like, oh, thank you so much. And she's like, can we, like, do you know what you want? So we order our food. I'm like, thank you. Give the menus back. Thank you so much. He doesn't acknowledge the wait staff, which is a massive deal to me. 
I've worked in hospitality, I've worked as a waitress, I've worked as a bartender. It is common decency to acknowledge the staff that are serving you. Even if I'm in the middle of the conversation with someone and a waiter or a waitress comes over and pours me a drink or tops my drink up or takes my plate or asks if I want anything else, I look up and I acknowledge them. Even if I'm mid-conversation, I'll be mid-sentence and be like, oh, thank you. Because that is the polite thing to do. So that's kind of a bit annoying as well. So we sit down at the table and it's not until we sit down that I notice something. All I can hear and see is sniffing sniffing constantly like every 20 to 30 seconds it's sniffing and when he's not sniffing he's playing with his nose he's playing with his nose he's picking his nose he's touching his nose he's sniffing and I can't handle it when people pick their nose it bothers me so much so much and so I'm trying to hold a conversation with him whilst maintain some eye contact because I'm I'm very good at having a conversation with someone. I'm very good at eye contact. I'm very good at listening. I can hold a conversation. The conversation isn't flowing. I mean, it's flowing-ish, but I couldn't tell you what we talked about. Like, that's how good the conversation was. I have no idea what we even talked about because all I'm thinking is stop touching your fucking nose. (laughs) And then he touches it again. And at this point, there is a green bogey sat on the tip of it. Now, I do not, cannot deal with snot and bogeys. I would rather deal with shit than bogeys. And I have a two-year-old niece called Lily and I love her to death. Like I would do anything for her, but I cannot handle her bogeys. And this kid sneezes on me all the time. She's weed on me. She's pooed on my bedroom floor. She's done a lot of stuff and I can cope with that. But bogeys are not my thing. Let alone from a stranger that I am sat opposite on a first date about to eat some food. I could not handle it. I couldn't. By this point, all I'm thinking is, oh my God, I want to fucking heave. I can't handle it. And I can't even say to him, you've got something on your nose. Because to get the words out of me, I want to gag. I cannot talk about it. It made me feel horrendous. And then our meals get brought over. So I've got pasta. He's got a pizza. Our meals get brought over. And then he goes to the waiter. And I'm not really like concentrating. I'm just like, I need to eat this food so I can like <laughs> get up and leave. And he goes to the waiter. I th- evidently he orders a drink, but I'm not aware that he's ordering a drink because I'm eating. And then the waiter's like disappeared. And then he goes to me, oh, I thought you would have ordered a drink then. And I was like, sorry, what? He's like, well, I thought you would have ordered a drink. I just ordered a drink. And I was like, well, oh, I like, I didn't know that's what you were doing. Because normally, if I was going to order a drink, if I was out with someone, I'd order a drink and I'd go, oh, do you want anything? Do you want to order anything? I would like check in with the person that I'm with and be like, like, what are you going to get? But that didn't happen. It was just afterwards. It was, oh, I thought you would have ordered a drink. 
And I was like, no, I didn't didn't know that was that was what was going on. But fine. And then we're talking as we're eating and he's using a knife and fork with his pizza, which is fine. I can't judge that because when I went on my first date with the delusional guy, I ate my pizza with a knife and fork there. But that was purely because I hadn't had any hand sanitizer and I hadn't washed my hands since I'd been on the tube or played the ping pong. So I didn't want to get the germs there. But this guy's eating pizza with a knife and fork. And then cuts the crust off and comments on the fact that I've finished my dinner so much quicker than him. And so that's why he's not eating his crust because I've finished. I don't, I don't, I didn't really get it. I didn't get it. And then the waitress is like, oh, like, do you want any dessert? And still like the acknowledgement for like when our plates are taken away, when our drinks are filled up, there's no acknowledgement. There's no thank you. There's no smile. There's no nod the the wait staff are, are not acknowledged and it pisses me off so then we say I'm like oh no I don't think I could do a dessert and like, I'm just gonna go to the toilet so I go to the toilet I get in there <laughs> obviously check my phone because that's what you do on dates and the girls have messaged me and one of my friends is like oh my god Rebecca's on a on a date she's not given us a code word and all I can think is I need a fucking code word right now. <laughs> I go to the toilet and I realise it's literally been two hours. And all I can think is how can I get home as quick as possible because I cannot handle this. So I go back to the table and as we sat there, he starts sniffing his wrists. <laughs> I go... <laughs> he starts... <laughs> he starts sniffing his wrists. And I think he says, <laughs> if you can smell cloves... And I'm like, what? I'm like, sorry. He's like, if you can smell cologne. I'm like, oh, he's like, well, if you can smell cologne, it's because I was um, shopping and then this woman like sprayed it on me and I just keep smelling it and I don't wear cologne and it's just weird. And I was like, no, like I I can't smell anything. But okay. (laughs) And then he just carries on sniffing his wrists. And then I'm just like, I can't, I just can't handle it. I can't handle it. And so we do like a little bit of small talk. And then I'm like, well, I've got such a busy day tomorrow and I haven't slept properly and I really need to get an early night. And then he's like, oh, should we get the bill? I'm like, yeah, I think we should. I think we should get the bill. So I asked the lady for the bill. She brings it over to us. I'm like, oh, thank you very much. She puts it kind of, it's in the middle, but it's probably a little bit more to more to him. And then the bill's on a clipboard. It's on a little wooden clipboard. And he gets the clipboard in front of him. And he starts to push it backwards and forwards across the table. And he's like, oh, 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 now, now's the test. Like, who's going to get the bill? What are we going to do about the bill? And in my mind, I'm like, you've asked me out on a date. You've told me you want to take me out. I assume that you want that you want to take me out means you want to pay for our date. But it's fine and I know that I'm never going to see this guy again. So I'm like well we'll split it. Like let's let's split it in half. Like that's fine. And he's like, "Oh, well I did get the golf. I did pay for the mini golf." <laughs> so I'm like, "Oh. I I mean I can get it." I'm like, I, "I'll get it. I'll just pay for it all then like I am I can get it bearing in mind the mini golf was like 
25 quid and this is like 40 plus quid dinner. But let's not worry about prices because it doesn't matter. So I'm just like, well, I'll, like, I'll get dinner, it's fine. And he's like, oh no, no, I didn't mean that. Like, I'm happy to pay for the golf. Like, I suggested it. And I'm thinking, well, you suggested the whole fucking date. So I assumed you were going to pay for the whole lot, but it's fine. Let's split the bill. So I'm like, let's just split it in half. Like, don't worry about just whatever. We will split it in half. That's fine. And he's like, oh, we'll do the modern thing. So (laughs) waitress comes over, pay the bill. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. As we're leaving, thank you very much to everyone. Me, obviously, he continues I mean he's behind me at this point I'm like I need to run as quick as I can and then we get to the we get to the escalator as we're leaving and I have obviously rushed ahead so he's about three steps above me on the escalator and I'm like I can't just stand with my back to him because that's fucking rude so I turn around to talk to him and then all I can think is oh my Christ all I can see is up his fucking nose he's still sniffing he's still touching his nose I cannot handle this and I'm like why like if you know that you're feeling a bit snotty or you've got the urge to play with your nose, make your excuses, be like, I'm just going to pop to the toilet, go to the toilet, sort your nose out, come back. No? That that not what we do? So, (laughs) thank God the station was like really close. It was just like a few minutes away. Like probably less than. So he comments on the speed of my walking as I'm walking away. I'm like, oh, this is actually really slow for me. I get to the station and I'm like, well, I'm going to have to fucking hug him, aren't I? Because I hugged him on the way here. I can't just not hug him now. And the whole time I'm like, I better not have a fucking bogey on me when I've finished hugging him. <laughs> oh my God, I can't. <laughs> so I like give him like the quickest of hugs and I'm like, okay, well, have a nice evening. I'll text you when I get home. And I literally turn and run because I'm just like, I can't. Like, I'm just not here for making small talk or even and giving you an inkling that we might kiss or anything like that I'm like I'm gone I'm done I checked out an hour probably like 20 minutes into the day I probably checked out but I wanted to give it time as I said he was a nice guy but he was not for me for many reasons and it's really hard because I do feel like he is a nice guy and I don't want to be a dick by obviously talking in detail about how bad this date was but at the same time like make an effort like make an effort on the date and and here's the thing like I won't be the best date for everyone when I've gone out I'm sure that I've been on dates where someone hasn't been impressed with me although thinking back to the dates that I've had I don't think that's actually the case but there will be occasions where we go on a first date and the guy is just not impressed with me at all and that is absolutely fine there will be someone out there for him that can accept sniffing and hoodies and picking his nose at the dinner table there will be somewhere out someone out there that hasn't got the standards that I have got and that's fine, but this was just not for me. So I get on the train, I get on the train, and at this point I've got 54 missed messages from the group chat because (laughs) I've been away for two hours, so the group chat is popping off, and the girls are like, how was the date? And I'm like, well, I needed a fucking code word, and I was like, it was fine. He was nice enough, but convo felt boring, didn't really flow. He sniffed constantly, picked his nose a bit, ordered tap water and asked what we were going to do about the bill. And he had he had shorts, trainers and a hoodie on. I feel like it was a waste of an outfit. I looked good today. And then they were like, I mean, I said to them, like, it was a bit annoying because I'd kind of gone on this date 
thinking it's okay because the guy that I spoke to, the delusional guy that I spoke to before that I'd been seeing for a couple of weeks I was like it's fine there are other guys out there that want to date me this is going to be a good day I'm going to go I'm going to have a nice time it's going to take my mind off of this other guy just to almost be like there are plenty more fish in the sea I don't need to worry about it but I was like do you know what it actually sucked because I was really hoping that the date would be good enough to forget about the other good dates that I had but it kind of highlighted how good my previous dates were which is fine because I feel like now I've had bad dates and because I had those really good dates with a delusional guy I feel like I'm not going to let my standards drop below that again which I think is needed like I've I've been single for four years. I've just got back into the dating game. I need to date a lot of different people. I need to experience a lot of different dates to work out what's a good date, what's a bad date, what I enjoy. And at the end of the day, no date is a bad date because it's content for you guys. (laughs) So you get to hear something funny at least. But it wasn't for me. And I went home that night uh started chatting to a couple of other guys and I've got another date on Tuesday I've got actually I've got two dates this week I've got one on Tuesday with a guy who I don't actually know a lot about we've not really spoken he just asked me out and I was like yeah great I would much rather do this because then we can chat in person and then another guy who I feel like it's I don't know the conversations that we were having on Thursday were a bit more flirty and for me they were a bit more alarm bells this is a fuck guy fuck boy kind of conversations which I'm here for you know I'm here for it I'm having fun I don't need Mr. Right at the moment I'm very content with finding Mr. Right now that will not be a problem and I think I'm seeing him at the end of the week so there are still fish out there gotta kiss a lot of frogs I suppose but that was my date that was my date So yeah, I wish the guy all the best. Oh, and I should probably tell you what happened afterwards. So then I get home. And when I get home, I've got a message from him saying, I'm home. Thank you for a near perfect date. Let me see what the message said. Hope you got home okay. I just did. Thank you for a near perfect evening. Minus points for me losing at mini golf. But plus points for you looking so happy about it. And then I saw that message and was like, oh my God, I'm such an arsehole because that was a really sweet thing to say and all I've been like is get me the fuck home and I was just like I'm home sorry about your loss thanks for a good evening and then he messaged me back again and I ignored it because I went to bed and I'd already said like the next day I had a really packed day with my mum like we were getting up early we were going to London we had a full schedule planned so I didn't reply to him in the morning and I was also like I need to let this guy down sooner rather than later although having said that at this point he hadn't asked me out on another date or anything we hadn't discussed having another date so I also didn't really know where he stood but I was like I need to let him down sooner rather than later but also I'm not going to do it in a rush as I'm trying to leave the house so I get a message from him on the Friday afternoon and ignore it for a few hours because as I said I'm out of my mum and then I'm just like I'm still out how's your day been um and then by the time I get home that evening I've got a migraine so I'm like I just have to go to bed obviously messaged me back and I don't reply until Saturday morning and I just messaged and was like got a migraine went straight home to bed and then I was like I've been reflecting on our date and whilst I had a good time and I had to say this didn't I I couldn't be like I had a shit time you were a bad day like that's rude I still want to 
I still want to be nice about it. So I was like, I've been refle- I've been reflecting on our date and whilst I had a good time, I don't feel like there's a connection on my side. I don't want to mislead you or waste either of our time. All the best for the future. Because that's the kind thing to do. And then his response made me feel bad because he was like, I'm sorry to hear that. I would have loved some more time to get to know you, but how you feel is how you feel. I wish you all the best, which was a very sweet response. And I appreciate the nice response. Um, but yeah, that was that. Now I've got other dates lined up. So it's all fun and games. It's all fun and games. I'm really enjoying this um, steady flow of dating. Although I feel like I can only really handle like two people at a time, like two. Maybe I could chuck in a third. But when it comes to like conversing, I'm not really, I'm not really into speaking a lot. I'd much rather just meet someone. So when like the guy I'm seeing tomorrow, when he's just like, we must have had like, less than 10 messages between each other like I don't know what he does well actually no maybe he told me what he does I can't remember but I don't know really anything about him I know he's got dogs in his profile which everyone loves a dog right (laughs) um I don't yeah I really don't know much about him but he was like pretty quickly like should we meet for some drinks like maybe we should meet for drinks I'm like yeah okay cool like that's that's nice I'd rather do that because I don't want to waste my time and energy kind of a bit like how like Thursday's date like nose picking guy we had talked a lot in the week leading up to that date so we'd been back and forth a lot we'd had long messages we'd been talking like pretty consistently but then the date was shit so it was like well what was the point of me putting all that effort into those messages in the like beforehand so yeah I'd much rather just go on a date so that was that date for you I hope that this made you laugh um, in some ways and I would love to hear your dating stories whether you've got an amazing date story where it was like the best date of your life whether you've got a shit date story like the one that I've just shared tell me your biggest icks tell me your red flags share anything with me if you go to datewithconfidencepodcast.com slash contribute you've got a form there that you can fill out you can do it anonymously so you don't have to leave your name if you don't want to but I would love to hear from you because I really want to build more of a community around this podcast and to do that I need you dear friend to write in with your own stories so hope you enjoyed this don't forget to check the show notes for resources Thanks so much for listening and I'll see you in the next one. Thanks so much for listening to the Date With Confidence podcast. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Subscribe, rate and review and share it with your single friends.